0: Welcome to the Launch Plan Podcast, and I'm your host, Karthik. Launching a business or products online is not easy, but that's what we enjoy doing as entrepreneurs and small business owners. We may not be successful every time, but success isn't what defines us. We learn, and that's why we keep showing up every single day to do what we love doing, to learn, to make a difference to our clients, and of course, make more money. And on this show, we help you do that. We help you build a rock solid base so you can launch successfully and repeat it every single time. And we do that by helping you master the four areas of your business. Your market, your message, your monetization, and your alliances. Market is all about your customers and clients and how well you understand them. The message is how well your market understands what you offer. Monetization is about how well you are able to turn your market awareness and messaging into money. And alliances is your ecosystem and how you build relationships with your clients, partners and vendors. Grab your launch goodies and a 90-day plan at designyourthinking.com forward slash plan and sit back because we are just getting started. Let's now get down to business. The hardest part of creating this episode has been finding the right title. And you'll soon see what I mean. In the previous episode, I introduced you to the framework for a marketing plan. Today, I want to help you rapidly understand your market. But first, I want to play the short clip, so we kind of set the stage. One of the things I've always found is that you've got to start with the customer experience and work backwards to the technology. You can't start with the technology and try to figure out where you're going to try to sell it. And I've made this mistake probably more than anybody else in this room. And I've got the scar tissue to prove it. And I know that it's the case. And as we have tried to come up with a strategy and a vision for Apple, uh, it started with what incredible benefits can we give to the customer? Where can we take the customer? Not not starting with, let's sit down with the engineers and, and figure out what awesome technology we have and then how are we gonna market that. That's Steve Jobs, and yes, I'm a big fan, but that's not why I played this snippet. It's a video from Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference in 1997, just after he returned to the company. And I want to highlight the fact that he never used the word market research and used customer experience instead. And that's a great place to start our episode today. If you've taken the marketing plan quiz on our website, you'll see that the first key element in the framework for a marketing plan is the market. But businesses don't run because of markets. They run because of customers or clients, as you would choose to call it. It's customers that decide and pay money for what we have to offer. So every time we want to create a product, you start with the customer or client. But How can you learn about your customer's needs? Here's what everybody talks about. Do market research. Understand the demographics of your market. Find who your ideal customer avatar is. ICA is a holy word. And they give you the tools to research your market. Customer journey maps, customer persona, research techniques, on and on. And it's perfectly fine to go that route. But even if you went that route, it's perhaps a great idea for you to start with this episode. What you are about to learn in this episode is going to be more specific. It's going to help you save a lot of time. One that will help you validate your product before you start building one. An approach that will hopefully take you a step closer to business and help you pre-sell your products. And finally, perhaps the most important benefit is that you'll not just learn about your customers and their experience, but also understand why exactly these customers will back off from buying your product. If you are a solopreneur, a creator, or even a small business owner, you want to listen to this episode closely and maybe re-listen many more times. As usual, you'll find a guide for this episode in the show notes that you can download and start to work with. So, Let's begin this seven step process to learn about your market customers or clients as I call them. And we begin this process with step one by defining the problem. This is by far the most important aspect of understanding your market. If you can't define what the problem is, it's going to be impossible to do anything. So that's why we do this first, defining the problem. And the simplest way of doing this is by asking a very simple question. What is the exact problem your customers or clients are dealing with that's relevant to your business? Let's say you are in the cooking business. You teach mothers, maybe of teenage kids, how to cook healthy food. A specific problem they face could be kids are always hungry and they spend too much of time in the kitchen making healthy snacks. Maybe if you are a lawyer helping freelancers, the specific problem your clients might have could be clients never stop coming back with requests for change and they spend a lot more time than what they charge for. It's important to define the problem in the context of your business. If you don't have a business, Define it in the context of your skills or in a topic you understand or have experience with. So, that's the first step. It's to clearly define the problem in one sentence. Well, 15 years ago, I was a lot into long distance running. And in one training run, I enjoyed my knee. And a knee pain is something you just cannot ignore. It pained when I walked, when I drove around in my car, and of course, when I ran too. The problem had gone so far that I couldn't stop thinking of it, even when I was not doing any of this or just sitting for that matter. And this new habit of lesser movement had its own effects on my body. I started to put on weight And since I was working a rather sedentary job with my laptop, I had to find out ways to keep myself moving. So I developed this habit of frequent movement when at work. I started to walk to drink a cup of water, but soon that changed to coffee and I had more than six, seven cups of coffee or tea. And this is the Indian version with milk and sugar and all of that. Now, you know how that went. I developed many new habits like that and I got a lot irritable too, partly driven by the fact that I had the pain. But you know how that goes. And I'm saying this because as someone that wants to understand the market, you need to understand these habits and behaviors in your customers too. So that's the second step. It's about documenting the habits, behaviors, and routines your customers have gotten into because of the problem let's take the busy working mothers as an example because they are spending so much of time in the kitchen baking or cooking snacks they are tired throughout the day during meetings perhaps they are now going to the gym twice a week instead of five times and maybe sometimes your customers or clients don't realize this until you ask them because they have gotten so used to it, it's become a new routine. Have you ever seen people in elevators all of a sudden pull out their smartphone and randomly pretend to look up something? Well, that's a habit. And that brings us to the end of step two. Step one was to understand the problem. And the step two was to document your customers' or clients' habits, behaviors, and routines that they got into because of the problem in the first place. Let's move on and look at what step three is. One of the things I did when I had my knee injury was to go to the doctor, or should I say doctors? And every time I went to a doctor and checked my knee, they would send me for a few weeks of physiotherapy. I spent quite some time with physiotherapists, but nothing really happened. And then one day, someone recommended this doctor to me. He was practicing in a different city. I had to travel over 300 kilometers to visit his clinic. But after all that ordeal, when I landed at his clinic, I felt so comfortable. He was unlike any other doctor I had been to. And the first question he asked me is this, what is the pain stopping you from doing? He understood that I was a runner and he wanted to know when that pain would start to show up. Was it stopping me from getting out of bed or was it stopping me from running even a short distance or did it show up when I ran longer distance like a five or 10 kilometers run? The very instance he asked me this question, I knew that he will fix my problem too. And that's what I want you to do in step three. Document what that specific problem is stopping them from doing. What is the problem of spending more time in the kitchen cooking for the kids, stopping the working mother from doing? Maybe it's stopping them from spending more time with the family on the dinner table Or maybe it's stopping them from spending quality time with their spouse. Or maybe it's stopping them from taking on more responsibilities at work or getting promoted. In steps two and three, you are looking at the two impacts every problem has on your customers or clients. What's holding them on to the problem and what are they missing out because of the problem? And once you understand the problem what's getting them stuck in the problem and what they're missing out because of the problem, it's time to move on to step four. Step four is about understanding the transformation. Your customer or client has a problem and they wanted to get rid of it. What would life look like or feel like when they have gotten rid of the problem. For the working mother, it's perhaps about feeling in control at home and at work. Another one could be waking up every morning, sipping coffee, spending time with family at breakfast, never having to think about food for our kids. My doctor tried to understand this too about me. He asked me about what the next long run I was planning for. And when I told him I was preparing to run the Singapore marathon, He even gave me some exercises to help me strengthen my hip flexor muscles. But again, I digress. But you get the point. This is step four. It is about understanding the transformation. So let's take a quick stock of what we covered so far. First, in step one, we defined the exact problem. In step two, we documented what's holding them back on to the problem. In step three, we documented what they were missing because of the problem. And finally, in step four, you documented the transformation that they are always looking for. Now are already halfway through this exercise. So let's keep going here with step five. Step five. Step 5 is a very important one and a nuanced one. It's about the state of awareness. There was a time in my life when I didn't even know what online marketing is. And after some time, I heard that term for the first time. I couldn't stop noticing it everywhere when I heard that term. I started following blogs, watching videos, listening to podcasts about starting an online business and such. And then I got to know that online businesses cannot run without something called an email list. And then I got to know that there are tools available out there that can help me do online marketing to grow business online. When I heard about something called an email marketing software, a thousand light bulbs went off inside my head. And then I came to know about the software called ConvertKit, and I signed up for the product, started growing an email list. I got to learn what and email automation is, what broadcast emails are, what tagging is, and a bunch of other things that you could do inside this tool called ConvertKit to sell products on Autopilot. And today, I'm super active with email marketing and ConvertKit. I'm inside the communities, I attend events, and I also teach how to start and grow email list strategies, etc., with my courses, client work, and so forth. As you saw me talk about this example, about my journey with online marketing, you could see that my state of awareness about online marketing evolved over a period in time. If you talked about tagging and automation sequences 10 years ago, I might have given you a blank stare. That's because my awareness has grown over the years. First, I was completely unaware of online marketing And then I got aware of the problem of needing an email list. And then I got aware of the solution of an email marketing software. And then I got aware of a specific product called WordKit. And finally, I'm at a stage where I'm super aware of everything with email marketing. You need to document this for your customers too. And that is step five. So really quick, let's take a look at what we have covered so far. In step one, we defined the exact problem. In step two, documented what's holding them on to the problem. And in step three, you documented what are they missing out because of the problem. And in step four, you documented the transformation that they want. And in step five, you documented the state of awareness. And we got two more steps, so let's keep moving. Let's go to step six. Step six is about understanding your competitors. But I'm not going to ask you to list a bunch of names of your competitors. Remember the doctor that treated my knee injury? When I went to his clinic, which by the way is the only one time I went to because he just fixed my knee. The first thing that he did was something every doctor does. He gave me a form to fill up. Well, in this case, it was not just a form. It was a few pages. And one of the first questions in those pages was this. Tell us everything you've tried so far to fix your pain. And of course, I'm paraphrasing it. He wanted me to write everything, not just medicines or doctor's visits, everything else that I did. So I did just that. Want to know what my list looked like? Well, here's the list. Painkillers, knee braces, massage, sauna therapy, red light therapy, read books, saw videos on YouTube, took a foot scan at a running shoe store, bought two shoes, took ultrasound therapy. There were a lot more, but I think you get the point. When the doctor saw my list, he told me that I came to the right place because he said he had something that I had not tried. He gave me specific stretches and strength training, but I digress. Step six is about shortlisting and understanding your competition. In other words, you want to know everything that your customers are trying for themselves to help them overcome the problem. In simpler words, the doctor's competitors were not just other doctors but there were therapy centers, YouTube videos, shoe stores, physiotherapists, and many others. A better way to approach the step is by reframing this question. What actions have your customers taken in order to resolve the problem? And what was their experience like in each of those cases? So do this exercise, that's step six. So let's look at the final step here really quick. Step seven is about finding your customer's biggest objections. When we try something new and it doesn't work, a new story is born. That's how the human brain works. You know, we tell stories to ourselves based on our experiences. Well, there are exceptions to this that we'll perhaps cover in a separate episode on another day, but let's stick to the topic. As usual, let me use an example to explain. Let's say you never tasted wine and someone offered you a sip. You take a sip and you feel like it's bitter or sour. You dislike that taste. Your brain now creates a new belief that wine tastes bitter and yuck and hence, I don't like it. Now, that's the story your brain is telling itself. So the next time when someone offers you a bottle of wine, your brain will raise that alarm. This one is bitter and yuck. In order to understand your market, it's important to understand their beliefs and what are driving those beliefs To It's these beliefs and stories that turn into objections, preventing your customers from finding the right solution to their problem. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Let's take a really quick look at everything that we talked about so far. Step one, we define the exact problem. In step two, we documented what's holding our clients back or customers back on to the problem. And in step three, we documented what they are missing out because of the problem. And in step four, We documented the transformation that our clients want. And in step five, you documented the state of awareness. And in step six, we documented all the actions our customers took to resolve the problem. And finally, in step seven, we documented their biggest objections. In other words, the stories and beliefs that limit your customers from finding a solution to their problem. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and you found this really useful. Now let's take a quick look at what's happening inside the labs. Three things in fact. First off, we are almost ready to launch our first course in the series. It's called the Website Messaging Mastery Course. It's a foundational course to help you nail the second element in the MMA framework that we discussed in the first episode. In this course, you learn how to clarify your message and instantly connect with your audience. It's a hands-on course, meaning you got to roll up your sleeves and do the exercises and you'll see the results. And then when you're done, you can take everything that you have done and instantly update the messaging on your website, homepage, social media bio, Pitches that you make to people, you call them as elevator pitches, those 30-second pitches, marketing collaterals, emails, and everywhere else. The link will be in the show notes if you're interested. Second, we've also been working on our business fiction book. It's keeping me really busy, and the black coffees are really keeping me focused. But if you're interested in being a beta reader, you can sign up at designyourthinking.com forward slash book, and yes we will have some goodies ready for this group during the launch. In fact, I can reveal one of those goodies. It's of course to share the exact process I'm using to write a business fiction. Well, this is really different from anybody else's process. It's really working so well. And if you are a beta reader, you will get this course for free. Well, plus you'll have a lot more other goodies too. So go ahead and sign up. The link is designyourthinking.com forward slash book. And third and the last item, if you're listening to this podcast on a device, please don't forget to follow the show. If you subscribe to this podcast with your email, you will also unlock more goodies. So you can do that by going to designyourthinking.com forward slash launch. And that's all I have for you today. I'll see you next week. Cheers and be well.